Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> this is this is assembled your official podcast for the Big Glasgow Comic Book page. I am your host Ian, and I am losing my headset. Massimo's here. Hello, guys. Ben is here. Ahoy, hoy. Dan is here. I am here. Today there's four of us, and we know that's weird, but we're excited for it. We decided, you know, we've been we've been limiting it to three people because we all like to talk over each other like a bunch of assholes. But I think we're better at that now. So we're gonna we're. God damn it! God damn it! (laughs) Why not start the video? The whole episode. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna give this a shot, especially because we have a lot to talk about, and so this is probably gonna be two hours. So settle the Jesus. fuck in. Um, oh, good, we're just past the minute mark, and I said, okay, so YouTube, <laughs> we can still monetize this if suddenly a million people watch Ta-da. on YouTube, which definitely isn't gonna happen. Um, do do us a do us a, a wee favor, do us a little favor. I say we because everyone else here is Scottish, but not me. Do, do us a wee talking. favor. <laughs> i've slept about three hours do us a favor and like and subscribe to the videos so that we can show you more videos so that we feel good about ourselves and we think that people like us you sound like all of our aunties (laughs) no geez rick you know i've got pretty low self-esteem my aunt is justin (laughs) roiland oh boy yeah my Um, my aunt is a pbs 13 year old boy is that That's got some for you. Yeah. Time shenanigans, man. Time <laughs> yeah, is yeah. weird. Back to the fu- back to the future past. Today's <laughs> today's it, today is yesterday's tomorrow that you worried about a month ago. This is why I'm anxious every day. Anyway, so check it out. Here's what we're doing. Today, we're going to talk about video game remasters and remakes that we and you and also other people would like to see. And then we're going to talk about news that is new that you didn't know about before right now. And then finally, we're going to talk about Loki. And if we have time, we'll talk about other things. But we won't, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, yes. You just go, hey, you know, I think we're better. I think I'm, I'm better at this when I don't think about it too much. Um, I think, yeah, I think. Just why uh, you do this. So look, <laughs> we all know that video, especially uh, E3. By the way, we're going to have another separate episode that's reactions to E3. I'm not going to be in that one because I didn't have shit to say about E3. It's just going to be Dan Massimo and Ben. Also, because I have a desperate need to sleep after this. Um, I'll just say this now. Nintendo announced a Metroid, and that's all I wanted. But it's not Metroid Prime 4, so fuck you. <laughs> Buy your stupid handheld console hybrid. Whatever, Miyamoto. <laughs> Anyways, um, so we know video game companies now just love to pander to nostalgia. There's been a billion remakes and remasters and whatever, you know, thrown together. It's it's ranged everywhere from the really good, like the Spyro and the Crash remakes and the Tony Hawk remakes, to really bad, like the Tony Hawk remake that's not the one I'm talking about, (laughs) like a decade ago that was really bad. Yeah. So we put out the call to see what people wanted, like if you could have any video game remastered or remade um, to clarify, because I guess we weren't very clear, either or. It's not... Um, I think we also said... Content. That, yeah. If it, was, if it had a remaster recently, it could still have a remake. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it would it would be um, 
pointless kind of, but that's video game companies love to put out pointless shit that you'll buy. Mm-hmm. So are we going be making The Last of Us? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Super Mario 3D All-Stars. You can only buy it until March. I have like 40 copies of it at work. <laughs> I'm going to buy them and resell them for higher profit and then get rich. And we're probably yeah. going to buy Skyrim for PS5 eventually. So, uh, And everyone's going to everyone's gonna buy the Skyward Sword remake on the Switch, even though that's like the least loved Zelda game because everyone is so desperate for Zelda content that we're all going to go full revisionist history and pretend we like that game. Oh, God. <sighs> all right. <clears throat> Have we got the... I'm cranky. <laughs> you are cranky. All right. So first we're going to go through a couple of the... I have the Facebook. I have the Twitters. Let's go for it. I checked YouTube and only one guy commented on last week's video and it was about Digimon and it had nothing to do with that question. So <laughs> Digimon's cool. I'm the thanks for commenting. I never played any of the Digimon games, but like maybe a couple of those would be cool. I don't know, man. I'm There's Digimon games. Yeah, There's yeah, been a shit ton one. of Digimon games, dude. Hmm. There's been so many. I've, I've never played any of them. Of the show. I liked this show a lot as a child. Um, I also liked Pokemon. You you don't have to choose. You can live in both yeah. worlds. They're actually very different things. Uh, so we have uh, we have a few uh, answers on Facebook that I'm I'm pretty fond. Did you guys read the Facebook answers? Yeah, initially, yeah. Are somewhere. there are there any ones that really stuck out to you? I mean, Legacy of Kings of Given yeah. and Soul Reaver. Well, yeah, we need Stephen. Stephen Miller uh, said, "Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver." Um, Richard uh, McIntosh said, "Earthbound." I think that's probably a pretty popular answer. I think honestly, people would be happy if they just re-released Earthbound. I don't think they even care about a remaster. <laughs> um, um, somebody else said the Silent Hill games, but they also it was Kev McGee. He also pointed out though that the last time they remastered the Silent Hill games for PS3, it somehow looked worse than it, than it did in 1999. <laughs> yes. um, they somehow a, made it look worse. There's a whole story about that. So yeah, there was there was a re-release <coughs> remaster, HD remaster of Silent Hill two, uh, three, and I think four was four included in that package. I don't remember, but I think it was a trilogy, so yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, because the first one wasn't in it, um, which I think remastering the first one, which they kind of did with Shattered Memories, but not really. Um, so I think the first one would be the best one there. But the, that remastered trilogy, what happened is uh, Konami, um, guess what, are idiots, surprise, <laughs> uh, and didn't save any of, like, they only had some of the source code. A lot of the assets weren't. Basically, they didn't have the shit that the people needed to make a proper remaster. And so they had to cobble the whole damn thing together. Mm-hmm. There's a really great What Happened episode about it with Matt McMuscles. Look it up on YouTube. They He explains it better than I'm going to with more time than I have. Uh, so look that up. <laughs> Shout out to Matt McMuscles. You, 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 you the man. You the MVP. Um, unless you're uh, 616 Entertainment, then you the MVP. Anyways. Jamie McGee said Dino Crisis, and I totally can see like they've already got the Resident Evil engine that they've done yeah. the yeah. Resident Evil 2 and 3 remix in. That so would be cool. Do a Dino Crisis. There's a bunch of think, people uh, when uh, Dino Crisis came out, too. Andy Torrance and Steve Andy Torrance also said that, yeah. Steve yeah. yeah, McAllister. Yeah. Um, Stuart <clears throat> Smith says Horace goes skiing. Okay. <laughs> what? All right. Sure. <laughs> I. You know what? I'm, I don't know if that's actually a game. Um... 
I think he might just be trolling. Nope, Horoscope Skiing is a game for the ZX Spectrum. Yes, he's not true. He's just really, really cool. Like, oh, it's 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 ski free. It's ski free. Ah, nice. Oh. Hell yeah, I want a ski free remake. <laughs> Good shout. Was um, was Fantastic. Good job, awesome. Stuart. Another one, obviously, that's kind of come up a lot is uh, AJ Clark says Time Splitters. Time uh, is kind of do a remaster. Or well, they are coming out with a new one, so I mean, yeah. maybe we'll see that. Um, if, if that if that goes the Fortnite route, though, we can go I for will, a remaster. Uh, see, the thing is, is that like I don't know. I, I could imagine it doing what like if it goes like an actual linear story game, it could do what Wolfenstein did, hmm. which was have a full like kind of remake, kind of remaster, kind of thing, or kind of sequel game, but then have the other levels of the older games hidden inside the actual game. Oh ah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, kind of cool, cool arcade style kind of thing, so you can replay the old get old. You uh, you lay down and have a you take a nap, and then you have yeah. a nightmare, and you're playing old yeah. times players. Exactly. <laughs> that was really cool in Wolfenstein. Yeah, that was a really cool. Idea. Yeah, that took me off guard, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, a few Some... people pointed out Simpsons Hit and Run. Mm. Yeah, that's one of me. Which I think we'll talk it. more about that in a bit. Could I should have done? Spider-Man for PS1. Somebody mentioned that in the comic book, Chris Fisher-Anderson. Um, there was actually a, a rumour a couple of months ago about that being remastered, which I reported on on the website, so I'll link that below. Um, so yeah, that could happen. And that was a great game. I loved that, was game. that the... I would play that. I really... Um... A lot of nostalgia for that game, man. Was that the one where you, I would, really like that you, game. you would swing from the sky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you had, you had Doc. Carnage, Doc Ock chasing you down the bed at the end. Oh, yeah. We, we spoke about that, actually. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. People really like that game. I have fond memories of that game because I played it a bunch while I was in the hospital when I was a kid. Oh, and nice. it was... Nice, yeah. I mean, it was... It was. Uh, it served its purpose. Mm. And I've played it plenty of times since then. i played it recently, actually. Yeah, nice. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. Mm. Nostalgia is a powerful thing. Let's talk about our nostalgia. Yep. Uh, I'm just going to go in order of, well, mostly in order of how people are listed in our little Google Doc here. I'm going to go last, so that's the only thing that will be out of order. Uh, but first, let's start with Massimo. Tell me yeah. about your greatest, wildest wishes and dreams. Okay, so for me personally, we've already mentioned it. It's already come up. Kind of pretty common one, pretty normal one. Um, is obviously some sent run. Um, I remember playing that game a lot when I was younger in the PS2. Phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Um, like everyone obviously would say, it's like the GTA, but for kids. Um, and it's a lot more funnier. And when you when you look back, you play it, a lot of the mechanics still hold up. And even the jokes that they make in it and the, the, the story, I guess, it's not really a story, it's a Simpsons game. I mean, it has this weird thing with aliens and mm-hmm. zombies and yeah. giant robot Tyrannosaurus Rex, the demolition derbies and giant spying bees and the government and Mr. Buzz. The government? The government, yeah. The government. The government. It's a very funny game. There's loads of references to, obviously, the better seasons of The, the Simpsons because of when it came out. <laughs> um, where that would change in a... The government. The government. Uh, a remaster or remake. But they say to remake it uh, because we, uh, Dan, I think it was, you mentioned a rumor uh, when we we're on the E3 podcast about yeah. the guy who was or was it he? What was his position on the original game? Was he the creator? The, was he uh, the I don't know. I think as far as I know, he was just. I think he was one of the lead developers, but I don't know if he was like well, the, the the lead. Yeah. But he's now working for a company that Disney owned, yeah. and he kind of 
half tease something in an interview that could have been an old remake of something that was like <gasps> Simpsons. But it's definitely on the cards. I mean, people mm-hmm. have a lot of nostalgia, as we said, it's very powerful thing, a lot of love for that game. And I feel like um if they were to bring that back, it'd be a massive moneymaker for Disney. Mm. Well, and you know what? Um, if we're not gonna get a Grand Theft Auto six anytime in the near future, because Rockstar would rather re release Grand Theft Auto five eighteen times on every console <laughs> from now till the end love of forever. Money. It's fine. Then let's get a let's get a Simpsons hit and run. I would even take a sequel. Yeah, well, Simpsons uh, hit and drive. Hit and drive, Dri- drive and drive and fly. Simpsons pedestrian go splat. Simpsons Homer's big day out. Simpsons <laughs> simp means a different thing now, and it's going to run Simpsons. Simpsons punch and sons. Fer- Ferris Bartler's day off. <laughs> Yeah, that's like a, that's, like a, that's almost like a South Park uh, game. Yeah, no, it does. Um, so then, my other kind of options I have, they kind of one of them is uh, very comic book based. I've got two comic book based, but one I want to focus on, um, because I, I have I have here I have like Web of Shadows, which I, I really enjoy, which is one of those games you got to play as Venom and Spider Man and all that kind of stuff. Really good game, solid game. <clears throat> Don't know if it would necessarily work with obviously. Now, because of rights and stuff like that, as a whole issue. Yeah. It, well, it, I mean, this is like this is like fantasy casting yeah. for remasters. So, I mean, oh, yeah. let's pretend we're living in a fun, fuzzy world where no one gives a shit about copyright laws. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be it would be a fun game to remaster, especially with a morality system like like that was oh, nice. quite like it was quite basic back then. But see now, since games have done it a lot <clears> better, it would be quite an interesting concept that should do it and uh-huh. fleshed out in an interesting way. Here would be my one request in a remaster or remake for that game. Different Spider-Man voice actor. That guy was insufferable. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Mary Jane! You better keep in the uh, Wolverine trivia stuff. That was great. Um, <laughs> it's phenomenal. Just, I mean, that was... I, I, I still have Web of Shadows installed on my PC. Yeah. I play it every so often. Like There was so much that that game did that was a first for a spider-man game yeah. it was really cool being able to switch at will to the symbiote suit that was great oh, um, having cool. having a bunch of other marvel characters to interact with because it wasn't based on the movie franchise yeah. uh was really good um the only other spider-man game to really do that in large effect at the time i will talk about in a bit yeah. um the <laughs> mid-air combat yeah the thing um, about it was as well was that it, it with the games like Prototype and Infamous and stuff coming out, those games solidified the whole kind of like switching between power sets and all that kind of stuff yeah. and having differences. And if they were to remaster it and build it from the ground up, you could have some really entertaining, interesting things mm-hmm. from having the symbiote suit and having the normal Spider Man. I, I, I think if you remaster Web of Shadows, so Spider Man Spider Man, the Spider Man, the Marvel Spider Man, the PS four slash five one. Um, the, the combat in that is very much based on like Arkham Asylum type stuff, like yeah. everything else these days. <laughs> I think if you do a Web of Shadows remake because or remaster because of the way I think I would go full remake with that one because of the way that the combat worked in that game with like the midair stuff and um, switching between powers. I think you make the combat in that more Devil May Cry style. I think you make it faster. Yeah. You make yeah, it more, more chaotic. Uh, more chaotic. Yeah, like you really Rely just go balls out, man. Like that, yeah. Yeah, I think what was the Spider-Man game? Uh, I want to say it's some web of time. 
Oh, Basically, it's Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Edge Dimensions. Of, Edge, Edge, of, Edge, of Edge of Time, time was the sequel. Uh-huh. They had for the game. Yeah, I think with the fun. Spider-Verse being a huge thing right now, I mean, it came out a bunch of years ago, but people are still raving about it. That could be a good thing to remaster. Yeah. Sequel remake here as well. My thing with Spider-Man games, like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot you can do, and there's a lot of <clears> things you can explore, like, you know, Web of Shadows. Eh, sorry, no Web of Shadows. Shattered Dimensions was something totally different. But I think with your kind of open-world web-slinging games, every time a new developer makes one, it kind of is a remake slash spiritual successor to what came before. I mean, so yeah. Because, because we got Insomniac Spider-Man, and because they're obviously working on a sequel, that kind of scratches it for me. And that's why I would want, if they did a a Web of Shadows remake, that's why I would want it to be a little different than Mm -hmm. the Insomniac Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. Because, I I mean, it's like Spider-Man is Spider-Man. If if it is not like a wacky alternate universe Spider-Man, like 2099 or something, it's going to be Peter Parker. He's going to swing around and he's going to punch people like. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of this, as you said, the same formula being kind of reused and redone and redeveloped over and over again. Dan. So my kind of my last one I have do have one honorable mention that I'm going to mention but not go into. Uh, the last one I could talk about probably would be um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and it did have a remaster recently, but you can no longer get that game in a lot mm-hmm. of places because yeah. it got removed off a lot of different <clears throat> stores. A lot of physical copies are the only things available, and I feel like Ultimate Alliance three was okay. But those first two games that were kind of based off of like Civil War and based off the comic stuff like that, they fully remastered them. You can have this like weird top down kind of stuff, and you include all these Marvel properties, different suits, different characters, different kind of combo teams. It would be really interesting. I feel yeah. like it could be something that could kind of scratch that itch for a lot of people who maybe have for those games. Um, think of the loot boxes. Yeah, think of the think of the paid loot boxes. Think oh, let's milk it. Don't, no. Um, I don't know how <laughs> no. you guys feel about that or if you guys have any sort of experience with that game, but I just remember really fondly playing the second one, especially on the Xbox 360. Ultimate Alliance and Ultimate Alliance <clears throat> 2 were really well loved um, because they, they followed the um, formula yeah, of, a, of a couple games that came before them uh, with X-Men Legends and X-Men Legends 2. Yeah. It's basically the idea of that kind of almost Diablo-like yeah. um, four-player you know, just pick whatever superhero you want and go to town, beat them up type thing. Like, that was a really great co-op yeah. game. And the remasters, I think they went back up. Um, they did, but then I think they went away again. I think they were due to come back up. It's like, like of course you could buy the remasters and stuff like that, but I would just like them to remake it so there's an actual version you could buy, apart from hoping that it comes on the store every now and again, and if you miss it, you, you won't be able to get it unless you buy like it for like $80 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marvel is such a boondoggle when it comes to its video game licensing um yeah, it's just the worst thing it's um, the reason we can't play marvel versus capcom anymore oh yeah really is that completely yeah well marvel versus just... capcom 3 or 2 at least you can still play mvc3 and mvc infinite on things but <clears throat> infinite's garbage 3 is all right mvc3 is all right but like everyone wants marvel versus capcom 2 that's the one that's where you where your curly mustache at <laughs> It's Wombo Combo. Like, you know what it is. Um, but yeah, I, I liked Ultimate Alliance. That was that was a that was a fun one. I think it would work as well in a lot of the kind of things how like the MCU is kind of going towards this kind of team up attitude for a lot of stuff, well the TV shows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even that, like a remake, remaster, even even a sequel that's because All My Lines Free was okay. It was just alright. Like it, it was it was a Switch exclusive as well, which was a weird thing. 
I was gonna say Ultimate Alliance's yeah. biggest problem is that it was a Switch exclusive. So yeah, which I think obviously gonna be a lot better. But like having like a remaster remake that like base it off of you know more contemporary stuff and have a bunch of comic stuff, but also team ups and MC. I think it would be really cool. But mm. who knows? I don't know. If we're probably gonna get that soon. Um, my honorable mention one that I want to mention, but I don't think is going to get a lot of talk time, um, is a game that came out on the PS2, and I remember it very fondly, and it is called, it's Nicktoons Battle for, for, for Volcano Island, uh, and <laughs> it was this, like, co-op multiplayer game, but you were able to take on the control of a bunch of various Nick characters from, uh, obviously Nickelodeon, sorry. Uh, characters from a bunch of different properties, so like, um, so it's Nickelodeon Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, it just it was like a really interesting thing, and I feel like we're missing a lot of stuff. Like the last one I can remember where they could have combined stuff together was like Sony All Stars and stuff like that, or mm. Smash Bros. Or kind of you know, those kind of things. Games like that work incorporates all these different aspects of a wider property. And it can make it fun and entertaining, but I think that's just me. It's yeah, these kind of larger party games. Yeah, well, I mean I they just, they remade uh, they remade that SpongeBob game, so who knows? Yeah, rehydrated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty good remake rehydrated. too. I, mm-hmm. I played it. It's fun. Yeah, it's another one of those good ones. But yeah, no, I feel like for me personally, I feel like stuff that's a bit wacky, a bit out there, a bit interesting, and has all these different characters can be really good and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if people could look past like characters will be broken and all that kind of stuff. Or yeah. Right. Well, you gotta suspend your. This, we're talking about exactly. cartoons. Suspend your disbelief, exactly. like. <laughs> exactly but people people are weird like that um don't, yeah that's don't, kind of my li- don't be like dan and be like oh it doesn't fit the tone i don't like <laughs> it uh, it took me right out of bikini uh, bottom uh, oh <laughs> yeah man. Uh, yeah when, i saw when, a cat uh, dog underwater and <laughs> i said no no, no with this <laughs> and then but he was also like it wasn't violent enough so you know like yeah oh, god I was expecting yeah. a gaping chest wound in Squidward, but no. <laughs> Mr. Krabs does he snap snap and decapitate people. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Finish him, SpongeBob! Where were the ge- where were the jiggle physics? Yeah. God damn it. Where's the Mr. Krabs cheeks. jiggle physics? Yeah. Yes. No, not Sandy Cheeks. They don't call her Sandy Cheeks for nothing. Wait, wait. Oh god, Wait. here we go. Wait, right. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. There we go. There we go. Yeah, uh, we yeah, have fun here. That's my kind of list of stuff. I can all right. Up. Um, well, those are those are fun, and I would play all of those, yeah, and yeah. I would give them ten out of ten, just like I give you ten out of ten. Maximum, massimo. <laughs> maximo. Maxim. I've had that. That's how people pronounce my name when they don't hear me right the first time. Well, <laughs> then, it happens a lot. I. Will not call you that. I had someone call me Martin once. Because... <laughs> That's not even close to the same thing. Um, yeah, he just couldn't pronounce my name. I was like, I just call no. you Martin. I'm like, I. Okay, Martin Castillo is your. Well, <laughs> there you go. Shout out to something in an episode that no one heard because I edited it out like two months ago when I accidentally introduced <laughs> Massimo as Massimo Castillo instead of Castelli. Exactly. You know, Martin system. Castillo is your uh, your your pseudonym, your screen name. It's your symbiote. It's, also my, it's my symbiote. Yeah. AKA Martin Castillo. <laughs> hey Ben. Hey. What you. video games do you want to make a new one of? A big part of nostalgia for me was playing the Sly Cooper games growing up. Uh, it's uh, they're just so stylized and like ah, 
everything that gaming has today that's like, oh, th- this game has this kind of mechanic and oh, this has this mechanic where you can do this and it's like In a this thing. game you can aim down the sights and shoot a dude. Yeah. It's like Sly Cooper had it all, but it did it in like a year. In Sly Cooper you could aim down the sights and shoot a dude? Dude, yeah. <laughs> that's not what I like, it was like they did Sniper Elite before Sniper Elite. Yeah. Wait, oh, what? Extreme <laughs> Cup? No, but like, I, st- stuff was, like. Was uh, that the Interqual Sly, Sly Cooper game I missed? The Sly DLC. Cooper murders yeah. a dude? Are, are you talking Sly about Cooper <laughs> Hitman crossover? <laughs> when you say Sniper Elite, are you talking about shooting Hitler in the balls or are you talking about the slow motion? Oh, yeah. You, you, you shoot Bentley right in the balls. That poor, poor turtle. Yeah. No, it was just—it was so stylized, and like the voice acting was so good in it. The stories were so much fun as well, and this is going to be a running theme for all my picks. You just can't get them anymore. You need—you need, you need well, to—you need to go back to like old uh, consoles to get them now. Am I not right in saying that the what was it called? The Ratchet not... Clank film came out in like 2017. I want yeah. to say, mm-hmm. and then they were planning a Sly Cooper film. They brought and I believe, a tra- yeah. Did it come out? They brought out a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah and it cancelled, right? Yeah. I don't know if it and came out or not. I think it got cancelled, and I think they were also planning a tie-in game, mm-hmm. like a like a remaster, a re- uh, like a remake. Like they did Ratchet Clank, like a remake. Yeah. And I think they both get cancelled. They it's did. Um, so they did the Sly Cooper trilogy remaster on the PS3, but that was back in twenty. Right? We need another remaster. Twenty ten. Yeah. A re-remaster. Yeah. yeah so at, at this point, I'd say just. Yeah, I'll just remake. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just do it because so, I don't know Resident Evil um, 2 style kind of thing where they can remake the game entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can also get it on PS now, so, ah, so theoretically you could still play it. Who pays for PS now, man? Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, it's it's like not readily accessible to a wider yeah, audience. Yeah, it's not as we, easy to get. Yeah. Emulate it, right? Like, is way to emulate do that, that, yeah. Stuff yeah, that's yeah. Uh, I mean, you can definitely emulate the PS2 versions. Uh, the PS3 version, you can if you have a powerful enough PC to run RPSC3 or whatever it's called. Mm. I don't. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say on that. It's just big nostalgia. It was ahead of its time. Were those cell shaded? Those games? I remember them. Yeah. Very, very comic, very comic book game. So I'm, I don't know if there has something like comic books of it. It, it would really lend itself to the style. Yeah, that mm. that's that is. I feel like those games are from that era, that like PS2 era, where you had a bunch of kind of mascot platformers that were actually really good. Between like Sly like, Cooper, hmm. Ratchet and Clank, and another um, Crash. Jack and yeah. Daxter, Crash. Well, PS2 was when Crash started to go down the show. I liked Wrath of Cortex. Uh, well, yes, uh, you're, yeah. you're the one then. Um, <laughs> Everyone can be wrong in a life, Dan. You know, <laughs> even a broken, even a broken clock That's is it. wrong twice an hour. Shut up, Dan. Oh boy, <laughs> please continue and pull me out of this this <laughs> this whirlpool of. I'm just gonna say there's a quick wee tidbit. It was a uh, it's it's sucker punch that made Sly Cooper, and yeah. I remember I've not played Ghost of Tsushima yet. I'm really waiting for like I'm, I'm waiting for like a week where i can just go like, i'm just gonna binge this but there's an easter egg where you can get uh sly cooper bandana i think 
Yep, you can get the full outfit. You can get oh, like nice. a blue, like a blue vest and like a yellow coat and and a, like it's it's also not you don't look like Psychoper, but oh, it's the same colours. You get a trophy. There's, a, there's an achievement for it. And then um, and um, infamous as well. You could do it too. You could yeah, yeah. Different colours. And I mean, that's the game. thing as well. That obviously Ghost of Shima, Psycho Punch Shima, going to be for so focused on probably Ghost of Shima for a while that there's most likely not going to be a chance of a Psychoper remake. Mm. But like, well, everybody's always calling for Naughty Dog to make a Crash remake, and then it's like, well, why? They can make a game like The Last of Us, why would they go back to, cra- to, to Crash? And, and then someone else does a Crash same, remake. Exactly, it's the same with Sucker Punch. Like, I feel like they've moved on, like, look at Ghost of Tsushima and how kind of epic and grand that game is. They don't need to go back to a platformer, but why not let another developer do it the way that we crash? Well, you know, if uh, Activision hadn't folded... Uh, Vicarious Visions into Blizzard. Yep. Just Activision being Activision on top. Yep. Yeah. Stop it making that that bottom line. Making that that dollar. Remember all those great developers that are now making Call of Duty updates? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, yeah, Call of Duty is great. Software. Sorry, I've just made it depressing. We were all happy <laughs> there. And now we're all anyway, like, oh. Back to nostalgia, man. Yeah. Pull, pulls back in. Yeah, okay. Remember when Treyarch made Spider-Man games? Oh. No one ever said. It never happened. Only Treyarch has only ever made Call of Duty. Only zombies. <laughs> only so, zombies till the end of time. To bring us back up into happiness and bliss again, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. Come on, uh, isn't that due a remake soon? Uh, there are like rumors. A, there's yep. uh, again, there's an article on the website. Yeah. Jason Schreier was on a podcast or doing an interview and he hinted towards it and Schreier, as much as he's a bit of a pain in the ass, he's very rarely wrong. Mm-hmm. So, what I will yeah. say is... He's out of line, but he's right. That's apparently <laughs> that's apparently going to be a remake, which I don't want. I want a remaster. Because like, uh, oh, oh, they're apparently, yeah. apparently going to change a lot of the mechanics of the game. And I'm I like, was going to say, they would need to change all really the controls. I mean, oh, yeah. that, that's what makes it so good, though. Is what I like controls. Walk. I, I, I love this it. game because it plays like shit 20 years later. <laughs> yeah. That's nah. nostalgia. No. They've done it. They've done it with Resident Evil, so they'll do the same. They'll, they'll change it could up. You, could you imagine those. the Resident Evil remake with the fucking tank controls of right. the original oh, one? So good, just walking into walls <laughs> as Leon Kennedy's Mister Fucking X. You hold your controller this way, fucking chat and jam it together to make it work. <laughs> but now I, I don't just like, like that. Nah, that's why you have what? Well, it, give them like. I think you... I'm out of breath. Give them options. The yeah. Resident Evil remake, yeah. remake, 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 remake. Yeah, the first yeah. one of the remake that came out on like the Xbox 360 and Xbox One, maybe or something. Yeah, you could do sure. tank controls or yes. direct control. With make that it, one. yeah, like make it a thing in the options. Just yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Hey, do you want to play Kotor like well. shit or in a way that's fun? To me, that's reversed. I don't want it to be like modern. Mechanics. I want the old stuff. I mean, I didn't yeah. say which one was which. So yeah, you. exactly. So that's why I'm saying that's right. <laughs> you're the type of person that inverts the, the axis on. Oh, like, you are. Oh, GK, yeah. so that your plays uh, go. Yeah. You bastard. Moving on. Um, <laughs> your cross circle goes up when you push it down. Oh. No, I was going to say, though, um, I think, Dan, you mentioned it again in the episode is that 
EA have lost the exclusive publishing rights for Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, they can still make them, but no, no, not like, exclusive. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. yeah, exclusive, yeah. which means that there's more companies that are going to be available to actually make maybe interesting yep. and yeah, different is, games. Is Ubisoft than... making a Star Wars game? Is that the thing that's happening? I believe it is, but we've not heard anything or seen anything about it in a while. But I'd be good. Ubisoft and Star Wars game would be great. But guys, and... this isn't a remaster or a remake because it it never came out. But since Star Wars games can be just freely made by all the companies now, can can we bring back Star Wars thirteen thirty or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew you were gonna say that. Yeah. Well, Amy yes, Hennig, we can, who, yeah. Amy Hennig, who made the Uncharted games, is working on a Star Wars game, and a lot oh, of people are saying, man. could it be the revival of thirteen thirteen? And 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 didn't get that. Like, I thought, oh, Uncharted and the Star Wars together, that's a guaranteed win. It's, it's more like and then Souls. Dan didn't like a thing. Yeah, oh, surprise, surprise. It's more like Dark Souls than anything else. Was it too yeah, violent? Everything, stuff, yeah. everything has did to be like Dark the Souls. Tone. <laughs> did you not like the gameplay, Dan? I never even fucking played it. I don't care. I, like <laughs> I thought it was alright. Cameron Monaghan. He's nice. Yeah. He was a good Joker that was wasn't Cal- actually Joker. the Joker. Cal Kestis was a whiny bitch. <laughs> How dare you? He had. He I mean, went, so was Luke Skywalker. The There's your Star Wars protagonist. What, what was Skywalker, the... Luke Skywalker. Yeah. All Star Wars protagonists are whiny bitches. Pumpkinburger. <laughs> so, on the kind of topic of like mechanics, I want changed. I want this uh, remaster or remake. I uh, sorry, remake for this game purely for one little change. But it's also it deserves it. It deserves like a remaster or remake anyway. Batman Arkham Origins. So for a remake, I just I just want them to fix the goddamn controls for the back gadgets because yeah, they that, they they switched it between the other games and that, that game didn't get pissed remade, me off. Did no, like, it didn't. Like Asylum and um, City got remade. Right? They got they, they got, got, got remastered. Yeah. Which again didn't look as good as the original game because they're <laughs> Rocksteady, but Origins is not, and Rocksteady yeah. was like, that game don't exist. What what yeah. game? Arkham See, what? Or I would have what? sworn I would have sworn that there was a trilogy announced like before Night came out. There was a trilogy of Ar- uh, Asylum, City, and Origins, and then. When I googled that, I couldn't find it anywhere. So maybe this is just like the Mandela effect. I think that was a thing. I think you're making things up with your brain, and it was a fever dream. (laughs) Yeah, it was a dream. So I think before Origins came out, they brought out uh, uh, a double bill of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City and Return to Arkham. Arkham. Then they brought out the Arkham trilogy, and that was after Origins. So it was or sorry, that was uh, that was after After Night. night. Yeah, right. So it had those three. And just yeah, one of others. It was just Return to Arkham and with basically. Arkham Knight bundled in. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can say there was there was a thing as well. There was, there was um that game is Escape from Blackgate as well. Mm-hmm. That is the. That's like a port of a mobile That's game, a... and no one cares yeah. about it. Yeah, it's a Vita game, right? It was a Vita, it was a Vita game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the right. VR game I, was Batman yeah, Arkham right. VR. No, 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 Vita. Yeah, Vita. Oh, Vita. PlayStation Vita, yeah. Um, but, that was but a VR, VR game, was... and no one cares about it. I like Arkham <laughs> VR. 
Um, but you know, I think I think yeah, I think or- Origins probably deserves a, a remaster. Probably, I like yeah. I like the Origins a lot. The yeah. the Christmas so aesthetic. Um, I play but, Origins like every year around December because of yeah, that. same. But they need to populate the streets. I hate how empty the streets are in that game. Nah, it doesn't I, feel. It doesn't feel. Like it's awesome a silent it night. Nah, hate it. <laughs> Yeah, big surprise there. <laughs> <laughs> no shit there. <laughs> how, did you, how did you feel about Arkham City? Uh, I tell you one's better. How did you feel about That's Arkham Knights? Uh, I'm talking about as far as the city population goes. <laughs> uh, well, that was a prison. Like, I mean, it was a dumb convoluted thing, but it was like, oh, this part of the city is a prison. So I guess All right, well, it's a silent night. It's a dumb convoluted thing too, but it, it's the thing. <laughs> Done. Everyone's home next. with their family, sitting around the Christmas fire, not going out doing crimes. Yeah. I was gonna say, you know, you know that dumb convoluted thing in a in a game about a man who dresses up as bats and beats criminals up. <laughs> like, uh, My <laughs> suspension of disbelief is broken. Exactly. There's a line. Exactly. There is <laughs> a line. Does it. Batman do the sex though? Is the question. <laughs> oh no, we're not gonna. <laughs> no, that should be the discussion point this week. We oh, can't get into I'm, that I'm, here. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised it's not. Ian will not shut us down. Yeah, sorry. Right. <laughs> kind of like. And we'll go do it by ourselves. Um, so, the, so my honorable honorable mention. I actually had uh, while Mass was talking, I had another one in mind. Uh, my first one, but I just don't really want to talk about because I've not really got not much to say about it. It's just more nostalgic. Is uh, I want to see an Enter the Matrix uh, remaster or remake. <laughs> I read that. I would prefer Path of Neo. I never, I never played it. Oh, Path of Neo was great. I want but them to bring it, back it, Matrix. It, the Matrix was great too. Was that the Matrix one that was that rewrote the third movie? Yeah, yeah, rewrote the yeah. end. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He fought I, a giant Mr. Smith. And there was, he was the, like Godzilla. The Merovingian's mansion was filled full of glitches in the eye that were just giant bugs and shit like that. The mechanics were I awesome know, though. You, you redid the motorway scene, you redid the mansion, you redid the pole fight with like the hundreds of Mr. Mm. Smiths. That was Path of Neo was brilliant. Guys. Yeah. I want to suggest something to you. Go for it. John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Matrix. Uh, Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 coming out on the same day, right? Mm-hmm. Double dose Keanu. What if they both come out and it turns out they're oh. the same movie? <gasps> Ooh. And John Wick has been Neo the whole time. <laughs> that would be incredible. I would love Absolutely. that, but I think <laughs> were they not delayed so that they're now coming out in different days? Bastard. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't want to come that. You know, How Matrixy is John Wick in the first place anyway is like the whole it's just the whole assassin society um, and how like weird and button up and like kind of weirdly oh, yeah. esoteric was, everyone is like yeah. i think it was a cracked video from after there was years and years and years ago about john wick and it was or it was something like that it was one of those videos it was a part of it oh if you think about john wick john wick is actually a simulation in the matrix of how people learn kung fu mm-hmm. but how neo learns kung fu and fighting stuff. all right well i guess i'm a hack <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a final um, kind of honourable mention that I thought of. I can't even... Something in the back of my mind tells me it's already been done. But I'd love to see a remaster of Pokemon Stadium. Has that been done? I don't know. No? What is Pokemon Stadium? Basically... It's like a 6, N64 game, right? Yeah, N64 yeah, game. N64 where... was before his time. Yep. <laughs> so it was basically you'd... 
you do Pokemon battles, but it was almost in that kind of JRPG kind of style. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it was like full on graphics. It wasn't like eight bit or anything. I mean, I think you mean like every Pokemon game, which is in that JRPG turn based <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah, but this one looked nice. Yeah, uh, I think Pokemon Snap is getting a sequel, so I don't see why not. I like but, that uh, one. Or, yeah. yeah if I, if maybe every yeah. Pokemon Snap did, in fact, get a sequel. They called yeah. it New Pokemon Snap. Very creative. <laughs> very, very good by Nintendo. Um, good, good name. You know what? New Super Mario Brothers, New Pokemon Snap. I'm surprised they can call Metroid Dread New Metroid. Yeah. That's what sounds quite cool when you put it that way. But like NU Metroid. New Metroid. Dan, tell me about video games. <laughs> right okay i've changed my picks at the last minute um Ooh. how dare you you have pick two, no- there's too many pick one pick number one talk about batman remember batman vengeance for the ps2 yeah no. what a game mm-hmm. it was set in the animated series universe Um the graphics were in that style we had mark camel doing joker we had kevin conroy doing batman <clears throat> Um, and it was this, it was kind of redone in um, Arkham City when Joker fakes his own death. Yeah. And then at the end, he actually does die. Well, Batman Vengeance is the same at the start. Joker fakes his death, and then turns out, no, he's, he's bamming up Batman the whole game. But um, <laughs> it was called Batman Vengeance, but it was more about Joker getting vengeance on mm-hmm. other gangsters and batman and stuff but I mean, really cool game again if you went back now i'm sure the controls would be horrible tank controls and the graphics would probably look really poor but boxes, it really yeah. did capture the feel of that series like with the aesthetic and the music and the voice acting and yeah i, I, I love that game i'd love to see that remade for the ground up that they could also you could make a um you could make a game based on Batman the Animated Series look really, really good. Oh, it's super yeah. like, like, yeah, like you could you could basically yeah. look like it's straight out of the cartoon at this yeah. point if if yeah. you if you play your cards right. <clears throat> Get the right developer on it. Something else I've been this is not on my list, this is just an aside. Something else I've been wanting for a number of years. Like see how kind of like what Telltale do with like their seasons. They have like yeah. really recent seasons, right? I don't know what developer could do this. See if a developer was to take all the iconic Batman stories, like from the comics, and just adapt them straight into a game. So you would have a long Halloween kind of short DLC, and it would be in the style of Tim Sale's art, and you would play through the long Halloween, and then you would have a Dark Knight Returns DLC, which would be like in the style of Frank Miller, and like I don't know, just just change the art style totally to suit the comic every time. I think that'd be really cool. So it's so the like guys Lego that's... Batman, but not Lego. <laughs> I guess, yeah. 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 I'd say the guys say, that did like, the Black I think... Sad game would probably be a good show if they could yeah. make it work. But I would yeah, just... say Lego Batman because I think Lego Batman 3 had like a Dark Knight DLC and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. Yeah, think... just just do like a straight adaption and just for the fighting scenes in the comics, just that's that's gameplay. Like you mm. fight the guys. <laughs> the issue is as well is a lot of time is DC are almost very protective over what stories you immediately directly translate. Yeah. Because even the Telltale game for Batman isn't a, any direct detail and it's so... Entirely. Yeah, it's the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. think I think the issue. I think obviously really cool to maybe adapt that and kind of do it. But I think the issue with that is it would maybe lose its novelty. But because it would look good, mm-hmm. and if it played well, it would play well. But it'd be like okay, we've already seen the story done, especially on Halloween, where it'd be it's already been animated adaptation, mm-hmm. comic book, obviously, and then turn it into a video game as well. <laughs> but I would I would argue there's a big audience. That have played the Batman games that don't read the comics and don't watch the animated yeah, stuff. True. 
very so, true. I mean, it probably yeah, would definitely appeal to that. But I just don't know. I just for for me, it would be like okay, they're retreading the same ground. Mm. Nah, I'd like to say, man. I, I don't just think. As a, uh, just a tangent there. The long Halloween part one comes out on the twenty second. Yeah, that's soon. Yeah, yeah, right? I I don't think the uh, the comic book audience is that offended by the idea of retreading old ground. <laughs> that's also yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, very fair. <clears throat> Every time there's like an adaption or a remake of something, everyone's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Talking of superhero games on the PS2, yes, we are games. Uh, Punisher, which was a PS2 game that just had these awesome, pretty much fatalities that you could just yeah. drill presses through guys' heads. You could throw. Guys I got that shit on my PC. You could put them through a table saw. Um, just really horrific things like the cat yeah. guy with a window pane and just yeah, make that again. Just remake that again. Funny how yeah. this is this is the one thing that Dan likes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the game that that involved shoving yeah. Well the violence with the tone. So, yeah. See 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 that's the thing though, right? Manhunt came out for the PS2 and I mean I still liked it and enjoyed it and played it at the time. <laughs> Manhunt was about preying on kind of innocent people, whereas mm. Punisher, you were killing bad guys, it was fine. Mm. Was it though? Wasn't Manhunt more about like like yeah, yeah, it was like all our psychopaths you were being exploited by yeah. the system and America yeah. and people's obsession with reality TV and America. And it's a rock star game. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it felt Jack it Thompson felt, had words to say. It felt more snuff filmed than Punisher did. Oh yeah, Punisher was I mean, still fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Punisher, you're like, yeah, these guys are they're peddling drugs to kids, and so I'm gonna fucking so they deserve to saw die. This, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> Mortal Kombat this dude to death. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Jane is gonna say words. Yeah, because that, that, that was supposed to be um, a tie-in. Yeah, it was supposed to be set in the same in the same. It was basically, after the Thomas Jane Punisher movie, mm-hmm. like and once yeah, he's... it was so far removed from that film. <laughs> yeah, because that that was yeah. the thing is at the end. So Thomas Jane Punisher, the only like the biggest problem with that movie. Oof. No, they don't say the only one, but the biggest problem is that it's set in Miami, which is mm. weird. And then mm. at the end of that movie, it's inferred that he moves to New York. Mm. Yeah, why why change it? Um, what else have I got? Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter was a cool game. I want to Spy hunt Hunter. Some lies. No idea. It was a, before your time. It yep. was a it was actually a racing game. It was a PS2 car based game, but your car transformed into a boat and a motorbike. It was this. As you do if if you're a spy. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Spy Hunter was actually a remake of a re- uh, of an arcade game. Yep. Yeah, nice. yeah it was oh, off yeah. in the arcade. Yeah. And then they made it in a movie with The Rock. With oh, the Spy Rock. Hunter was on the Tapwave Zodiac. <laughs> um, but I mean, with modern graphics, modern controls, I, I'd definitely be into that, man. Like, let yeah. the Burnout guys do it. That'd be cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just, wow, yeah. That's that almost, just reminded almost me. Almost 20 years old. That was, that was, yeah, that was my... One of those ones that's already been remastered was Burnout Paradise. Was one of the ones that I really would love a remake of. Yeah, we need a new Burnout game, man. <clears throat> too long. Just to mention yeah, the mention of spies mean... reminded me of something there. Did any of you guys ever play Spy vs. Spy? No, PS2 I game. Know, I know of it. I've never actually. Yeah, I've heard of it. I think, but no. Yeah, that was a no. that was a really fun game. I'd like a remake of that. Ah, oh, Spy Hunter came out in two thousand one, two thousand two. So literally before Massimo's time. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, I feel um, he's a little young boy. And the last one I've got has, as you mentioned earlier, has already been remastered. But I'd like to see a remake of Killer Seven. 
which was a Sudi first one game that was oh. just bonkers. Do you guys know it? No. Yeah. That's another one of those games yeah. that has just like a super cool art style. So so you were you were this assassin guy that could like turn into seven people. It was like seven people lived mm. in the one body, right? It's... And they were all related. They were all at the same family or something. Oh, and they all had they all had like different powers and different skills. It was very Japanese. Is Studio Fifty One cool, yeah. is it XII or whatever it's called? X, X, is that no, 13, 13, 13 no, no. was Ubisoft, no, I think. Yeah, that was a that was a Western game. Because they say it just looks very similar art style wise, like very like cel shaded. No, it's the guy the guy made Seven want to do no more heroes. Oh yeah, like oh, fuck yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, Killer Seven and Thirteen definitely have like a deep impact Armageddon thing going on. Yeah, like, they came out at a similar time. They have a similar kind yeah. of style, like uh, visual style to them, but very different games. I would take an update of Thirteen as well. I don't really like that game too. That game yeah. got a remaster, but it was shit apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've not they, played it, but I hear that. They like re- they messed up the art style. Which yeah. is something like okay, the Wind Waker remaster right on the Wii U, yeah, they yes. completely fucked up the the cell shading on it. Like it's all yeah. it's all smooth shading now, and it like it's it's more vividly colorful than the original Wii version, but mm. it looks worse because you don't have the flat cell shading. I don't know why so, people do this. Mm. Um, I think I'm at the end of my list. Yeah, we. Oh, is it me now? Is it my turn? Yeah. You're now, you're now greening. All right. Yeah, yeah. Check Thanks, this out. Boy's turn. You're a green we, screen. We've now. talked about. Yeah. Okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh hey, yourself. Uh, there we go. Here I am. It's me, Mario. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so check it out. We've talked about cell shaded games. We've talked about Spider Man games. Oh. What if we remade a cell shaded Spider Man game? I know that we're gonna say. I propose. I would like to see a remaster or remake of Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. The 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 unsung little brother of Spider-Man Two. Hmm. It's so good. Yeah. It's really good. First of all, like the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, I've sung its praises before on the podcast. It's fantastic. This took place within the comic book continuity, um, right after the introduction of Venom in the comics. And it was it would it basically played just like it came out in 2005. It basically played just like the Spider-Man 2 game from like a year earlier. It was the same engine, same developer. Um, I think they improved a couple of mechanics, but just the style of it was so good. I mean, the mm-hmm. mechanics themselves would have to be updated. The combat is crap now. Like it, it doesn't feel as good to play anymore. But it was a really cool game. The art style was great. Um, the cutscenes were done as like comic book panels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. you could get to the point where you could play as Venom. So it kind of had that Web of Shadows thing, but a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom was cool because he just leaped around like in Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Yeah. yeah. And ate people, which I loved doing. Mm-hmm. I love to eat people. You can quote <laughs> me on that. I'm a hammer. Uh, yeah, Army Hammer is Eddie Brock. Did we get I that soundbite, Dan? Yeah, did you get that soundbite? Was there, no one else was talking at that point? Just let's have that. I, lo- I love to eat people. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got Massimo saying it too. Oh, yeah, everyone else want to chime in? There's the big yeah. Glasgow cannibal page. Uh, <laughs> I, I would just, I would really love to see that. That uh, I'd love to see that game gussied up to be a little bit more modern and mm. easier to get because you can't, much like a lot of the other Marvel games we've talked about. The only way you can get this game at this point is either find a physical copy. It came out for all the systems and PC or <clears throat> pirate that shit. 
Mm-hmm. Um, guess which one I did. <laughs> I've got I've got the PS2 game, the, the hard copy. Oh, okay, wow. I as well, yeah. I I had the well, game. Well, look at you for, not breaking the I law. I had it for the Game Boy. <laughs> I still have a. a, a working I think it did have a GBA version. Yeah, oh, yeah nice. the GBA, the Game Boy yeah. Advance version that was yeah. not as good as the PS2 version. <laughs> well, no, before. I mean this is back when everything came out on everything, and you'd get like the oh, Game yeah. Boy Advance version that wasn't really the same game, but it had the same yeah. name to it. Yeah, it's a scroller. Um, my second choice is uh, a little indie RPG you may have heard. You know, it, it wasn't really that popular, but I think it was pretty good. Morrowind. Oh. oh. I heard of it. Didn't know much about uh, it. Yeah, that, that yeah there's this little indie developer called Bethesda. I, I don't oh, think they really <laughs> went on to make anything else. Um, yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, has, has there been more than one version of Morrowind? Has there been an updated version, like an older one? No. Because I feel like I thought it came to PS3. Um, no. So there are a couple of things like it. So the Elder Scrolls Online got a Morrowind expansion that yeah. is yep. yes, um, pretty faithful to the tone. I liked it. Uh, there's been a, an ongoing project to bring Morrowind whole cloth, the whole quest, all of it, voice acting's being done um, to Skyrim as a total conversion that's actually really far along. Um, called skywind i recommend looking it up on youtube there's a bunch of development diaries and trailers and it looks amazing it's a terrible name though and i will for sure skywind it's a really really bad name <laughs> like a fart like a fart <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. fart joke we're exactly. highbrow it's a dragon fart skywind. Uh, um morrowind was included in the ps3 game of the year edition of oblivion oh, oh, nice. oh. Well, that wasn't a remaster, so I don't care. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's also back. The X, the original Xbox version, is backwards compatible on the Xbox One, and boy, is that a way to play it? Um, plays super smooth, sixty frames per second, but the draw distance is about five feet. And of course, you can still play more. Like Morrowind is still very playable on modern systems, on modern PCs. Uh, People can... would have modded the hell of it as well, though. Like, oh yeah, like stuff, so. I, I have it. Um, I have Morrowind. So here, I have Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim always installed on my PC because I like to be able to go back to them anytime that I want to play something and I don't want to make decisions. So yeah, I just load invest. one of them up and run around and kill things. <laughs> um, and I always have Morrowind modded. Uh, and, and you can do that. Like it's, it's not one of those PC games where it's impossible to get running on modern systems. It runs perfectly fine. Um, there are some unofficial patches to expand the draw distance and the graphics and all that. And it's great, but I'd like to see an official like remake of it. Uh, but I'll, I'll settle for, I mean, they're basically remaking the entire thing in the Skyrim engine, that fan project. So, I mean, like worse comes to worse, I'll settle for that. I mean, it's 20 years old at this point, so it's definitely probably good. It is. It is 20 years old. And meanwhile, Skyrim's probably going to get like a third re-release at some point. Yep. Before the new ones out anyway. Yeah. For a fresh at this it. point. My last choice, and this might be controversial, I'd like to see a Sonic Adventure remake. What one was Sonic Adventure? Is that just the original? Or it's the one on the Dreamcast. It's the one on the Dreamcast where you run from a whale. It's the first 3D Sonic. Oh. Yeah, it's no. controversial. <laughs> How do no. you? I am wasted on this audience. <laughs> you really are. Um, a lot of people want a Sonic Adventure remake. It has not. Look, it's beloved. I still play it very often. I have it on the PC. Um, 
the Steam version's crap, but you can get mods for it that make it not crap and make mm. it actually really similar to the original Dreamcast release. Um, but I mean, it's it's aged poorly. Like objectively speaking, it's not a good game anymore. It was Sonic's first 3D game, which let's be honest, 3D Sonic games, even the newer ones, are <laughs> iffy at best. Yeah, unfinished. Um, and I I think, but it was it had it had a style to it. Like mm. it was, it was a product of the time and I'd love to see it redone with like not crappy controls and newer graphics. Um, I I'm surprised there hasn't been a fan effort to do that because the, the, the Sonic 3d fan <coughs> game community has actually become extremely robust. There's some really good functional 3d Sonic fan game engines out there. Shockingly. Um, so, I mean, I'm surprised fans haven't done anything with that yet. But I, I would just, you know, for nostalgia's sake, I, I'd like to see that game remade. Maybe throw in Sonic Adventure 2 with it. So they've got Shadow also, which we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, Hell, I was going to say. Throw Shadow in there as well. Have it be a, a, a threequel. <laughs> nice. That way Shadow can run around and be like, I got my own remaster. <laughs> I'm Sonic with guns. Let's guns. Just have, let's just have a Shadow the Hedgehog remake where it's Call of Duty. Happy with that. I'm furry Vegeta. <laughs> oh, oh god, he is. Um, yeah. I doesn't no, oh, no, that's that's the wrong scene, isn't it? There was another one that came to mind when I was thinking that I was going to give an honorable mention, and now I forgot. And so, who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> you you guys want you want to talk is about news news yeah Morty you want to. You want to talk about some news? News. News. Speaking of which, I'm going to talk you about the fucking news. Not yet! Apparently, I was saying. That's all. We don't talk over the news music. <laughs> the Until music. the wish happens. The new music. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Massimo did an interview with the guys that read the Rick and Morty comic. Yeah, um, guys who uh, Alex, uh, uh, God, uh, Fear, uh, for free, uh, Fear. He's uh, he's Spanish, uh, geez, not Spanish, Russian. You are name. tripping. You want to start over? <laughs> True Rick and Morty. No, that's getting kicked in. He's a Spanish. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, Spitalian? Alex. Oh, if he's watching this, it was a really nice interview having Freddie Stressing, uh, the artist and writer for the new Rick and Morty series, Rick's New Hat, as well as the guys who wrote uh, the Bird Person's Origin Story. Lovely guys. Jesus Christ. I don't know what. <laughs> Uh, listen, if you can't wait to get your Rick and Morty fix on Sunday, go and listen exactly, to that interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're it's welcome, really, Massimo. Yeah, My head hurts really for good. you. It is really good. <laughs> and they are they are really interesting guys, and it's a very high-energy interview. Yeah. Unlike this, which is very low-energy, low because energy. I'm sleepy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so not a good host this week. Of me. <laughs> this makes for a good ASMR, this episode. Can hey, man, I'm just... I'm just, I'm just getting it. I was gonna say I'm just getting it on, but that's, <laughs> that's not the you, thing I'm doing. You can arm yourself if you want, mate. Just, just save it till after. So there's no one will turn the camera off. <laughs> I mean, no one can see below the waist. Whatever. <laughs> God damn it! This whole time. God damn it! Get some news. Yeah. Uh, save uh, me from myself. Uh, let me think of a segue. Let me think of a segue. 
Uh, Talking of inappropriate, speaking of getting it on, crass people. <laughs> there's a there's a news about flash costumes in the new film. Yeah, because it's a creep. Um, yeah, we got to look at the flash costume up close, and there's kind of more detail on it and stuff. We got to look at six inches by six inches of the Flash's chest. Yes. We also got the same for Supergirl as well. There's, yes. there's a whole there's a whole theme of that these days. Like they did it for the, the Flashpoint Batman costume as well. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's all the same movie. It's just the director think, yeah. putting yeah. out teasers. Yeah, I think yeah, it's okay. just a, a theme they're going with, maybe. Didn't they yep. do it for the um Matt Reeves Batman as well? Um oh, yeah, ki- kind the, of. The, the, yeah. yeah. Not exactly the, the same yeah. way. They they put out like a, a video, like a short clip of They gave us they give us a vignette, didn't they? Like something the, like yeah, that. Um, shadowed thing. Um, but similar, similar. Um I yeah. I expect so we've got Supergirl, we've got Flash, we've got Keaton. I expect we'll probably get Affleck next. I mean, we all know what his suit looks like, but maybe they'll make some changes. You know what would really... Okay. Imagine, if you will, right? You look on Instagram one day. Hey, there's Andy guy who's directing the film. His last name, I can't Sure, Andy Machete. Is that the app movie? There's a review for the app movie on the website. Yes, there is. Um there's a bat signal, and it looks like the Affleck signal, but there's something different about it. It has a red circle behind it. It's, what it's if? Flashpoint Batman is what I'm saying. What, what if? Yeah, we know. Morgan, what, <laughs> That's exactly what get, I'm saying. That's we get the, the Snyder version. Yes. Ooh. Oh, God, that would be. That's awesome. exactly what I'm saying. Is that because we all know what what Affleck's Batman like? Unless they make changes to his suit, like. I, uh, speaking of. Of uh, Zack Snyder and Justice League and Batman, um, we recently got concept uh, art or concept, I guess, kind of renderings, I guess you could call them, of uh, Green Lantern, uh, who was supposed to appear in the Justice League Zero cut instead of Martian Manhunter or yeah, in place of man, yeah. Again, I I believe yeah. that footage was actually filmed too at this point in uh, Zack Snyder's driveway, and they just didn't let him use it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag release the Snyder cut. Snyder cut. Speaking Hashtag of which, release the Green Lantern Snyder Cut. Yeah. Guess what? There's also a review over on the website. That's oh, I did that one. That was Blank me. Said. <laughs> guess, what <laughs> <there's> <laughs> a, guess, guess what? There's a podcast of on the, the website and on the YouTube channel. Ooh, oh, that yeah. was us too. That was us well. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I don't remember any of it. God, now do I. Alan had <laughs> things to say. Yeah, he did. Send the ether. Bless his soul. <laughs> what little is left of it. <laughs> Shell of a man. Um, something else we got talking about, like concept art and kind of early looks at things. We got a look at Jane Foster's costume and Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm. I mean, it was on a T-shirt, it was on a print, and it wasn't the clearest. It was kind of grainy, but it, it was, it was kind of intentionally. I feel like they printed that T-shirt to have that kind of like intentionally weathered '80s style to yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, totally. Which I dig. But from what from what can be made out, it looks pretty comic accurate. So yeah, it looks a lot like the Jane Thos, uh, Jane Foster Thor costume from the comics with the yeah, kind of mask attached to the helmet and yeah. all that. I think that's gonna be cool. I'm looking forward to that. They're, they're taking a lot of inf- uh, inspiration from that run of comics at the moment. Even like if you talk about Loki and Thor and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. like just across the board. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's probably the, I'm the sure that's board. no accident. Yeah. Who was the member of the Justice League that kind of looks like that? What, like Thor? No, uh, Jane Foster's character. Uh, she had a she had a mace. Hot girl. Hot girl. Hot girl. Hot girl? 
Yeah. A hot girl. Hawk girl. Hawk. Otherwise, it sounds like we're saying hot girl, which is yeah. also accurate. Yeah. Kendra, Sa- Kendra Saunders or Shira, whatever her name is, yeah. or whatever yeah. incarnate. The Hawk characters have a complicated uh, history that I don't want to go into right now. <laughs> we don't have the time. Or the yeah. Maybe no. it looks like that. That's what it reminds me of. Maybe someday. Um, yeah, a little bit. I can see it. Um, but I think that'll be. I mean, I loved Ragnarok. I I like. Uh, Taika Waititi's work. I think he's a funny dude. We so also I... have reviews on the website of Thor 2 and 3. Uh, speaking of Thor and Marvel. God, you're just punching those segues today. Just, just yeah. hitting them out of the park. Really home run after home run. Uh, Jonathan Majors, the guy who is, I believe, I don't know if it's completely confirmed, but he's supposed to be playing Kang the Conqueror. He's Kang. Yeah. And yeah. Ant-Man <laughs> and the Quantum Realm it has uh, came out and Basically, kind of flat out, den- well, not flat out denied. He's basically denied that he's going to be in the new Loki TV show because people have been speculating, which we'll probably talk about when we talk about Loki properly, um, about his involvement as Kang and the Timekeepers and the Sacred Timeline and stuff like that. His exact quote was, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, but uh, did you not uh, read that as, oh, I've got no idea what you're talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I, I have no I, idea I, I, what I, you're talking about. Sounds like something a cop would say. I mean, something that yeah. someone who knows what as you're talking you said, about As you said, Dan, say. I'm just going off the fact that he's denied it, but most likely it could be, but I don't want to get my hopes up because what? after WandaVision, I try and I know, keep all of my... Uh... I know the reason people are thinking um, about Kang and, and, and Loki is it's not just all the multiversal time travel stuff. It's because if you look at the timekeepers as they're portrayed, like Kang. Yeah. they kind of friggin' look like Kang. They've got like the hood with the earmuffs. But, all yeah. of them do. I don't, one of I them don't, has like antenna, I guess. But... It's entirely plausible, but I don't want to set myself up for excitement when um, it doesn't happen. Just because wait till Mephisto happen. shows up. Oh my god. Not again. Um, no, I... I um... I one of my favorite. What if Kang is Mephisto? My God! Uh, One of my favorite kind of modern Marvel comics was the Young Avengers that came out, and obviously in that story, the young Iron Man is actually Kang and stuff like that, and that was a really cool idea, and I really enjoyed that. And I feel like there was also uh, Ultimate Marvel where uh, Mister Fantastic became the Maker, who is evil, and Future uh, Sue Storm became Kang, a version of Kang. As you, do. as you do as you do you go you, you meet your future self they're evil i mean it's just a tuesday i mean it's more it could happen obviously but it could also not happen so i guess you know no disney as you said Gosh. That, it, could be, it could be oh of course i know nothing about we this are bringing the hot takes today it could happen or it could not happen <laughs> we'll see we're very confident you're not going to uh, ask that content uh, anyone else on that. Exactly. We're covering our idea. whole ass here. Exactly. Mispronunciation of names, insulting each other, and... <coughs> Martin Castillo. <laughs> Speak, speaking of things best that are, episode ever. Speaking of things that are true despite what they tell you. So Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. yeah. I appreciate the effort made there. That was good. That was <laughs> good. Give me credit. Yeah, uh, yeah Tyrese Gibson supposedly confirmed that Morbius is going to be set in the MCU. Hmm. 
Now, but... if you want to read someone that doesn't know anything to do what they're talking about, somebody that generally doesn't know what they're talking about, Tyrese is your man. Tyrese is just dumb. I know that a man thinks he's in the MCU for a fact and probably went up to Vin Diesel and was like, oh, I can't wait to be in a film with you. And Vin Diesel's like, Such a what? Man. And Vin Diesel was like, I am Groot. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, but I, then of course it got corrected. Sorry, somebody said like, wouldn't talk, Jake. Yeah. Corrected. Oh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe it is or it isn't. We'll find out. Exactly. We will know. <laughs> That's it. The, the, the Glasgow, yeah. big Glasgow comic page guarantee it is or isn't. <laughs> It, yeah. Maybe it's in the MCU, and maybe it's not in the MCU, and maybe Tyrese Gibson is actually Kang the Conqueror. Ooh, Ooh. That's, that's a hot take for this. Staying, staying with Marvel. Uh, <laughs> staying with Marvel. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. In September, we've got a new comic coming out from Taylor, uh, Tom Taylor. It's going to be Dark Marvel Dark Ages. Marvel Dark Ages. It looks like they're going to be taking the kind of route of like mid medieval Batman kind of dark dynasty stuff. Listen, I okay. know that Ian's about to go on a wee bit for slagging right here, but <laughs> the promotional art looked great. It I does look really good, yeah. Yeah, but the art doesn't always help a book, as we discovered last week with fucking All Star Batman. <laughs> All right, <laughs> over to you, Ian. Tom Taylor's a fantastic writer, and I love everything he's done with Marvel. Injustice was great. He's writing a Superman book that's good. Uh, he does a good Red Hood and uh, Batman. I wish they would give him a Green Arrow book because he writes the hell out of Green Arrow. Here's what he had to say about Dark Ages uh, via... I'm reading this off of Bleeding Cool. I want to give credit where credit is due. He says... It all begins with the shocking revelation of what the Watcher has been watching for. A danger older than the Earth threatens everything. And for once, for once, the first time, the heroes who saved the planet time and again find themselves almost completely powerless in the face of it. For the first time ever, <laughs> X-Men Adventures will assemble. Spider People and the Fantastic Four will come together. Also heroes for hire will find... Blah, 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 blah. It's going to be the end of the world. It's the biggest state... Where have we heard this before? Oh, yeah. right. Every Marvel event ever. I love I love Spider but, People as well, as a quote. But, I'm but just so, Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> you just Marvel, Marvel. The Avengers, Spider Marvel, People. Baby, sit down. I need this is an intervention. So it's literally what the power goes out. What? Is that, is that you what need to stop having world ending events every three months because you're like the event that cried wolf now. The last time you did this and it actually mattered was Secret Wars and you ended up rebooting a whole universe or whatever. And now they're probably bringing the <clears throat> Ultimate Universe back anyway. So who cares? You just calm down. Just have little events. Just have little events. Just yeah. be like, hey, this is a big deal for Spider-Man or this is a big deal for the X-Men or like the Avengers are disassembling again or some shit like that. Wanda is so a crazy. But like... They do world-ending event like we just got done with the King in Black. Mm, yeah, which I um, didn't which know. was good. Reviewing We're just getting done with Heroes Reborn. Like, yeah. again, I, I don't even read Marvel events really, and I'm exhausted of Marvel events. <laughs> I'll be honest. And, the only time I, I read comic books <clears throat> mainly now 
this might be blasphemy as I'm going to call it a book podcast, is when it's like solo books, like stuff that takes place maybe outside of the continuity or stuff that takes place by its own individual thing. That's mm-hmm. exactly. Marvel is just, there's they've been, and they've been event happy ever since Civil War pretty much. Like for yeah, 15 years, like Civil War was a hit and they were like, oh, let's have a summer blockbuster event every fucking month. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. Tom Taylor's a great yeah. writer. That art looks amazing. Everyone looks steampunked out. It will bit, mean yeah. nothing it's in the end. Fatigue. You know why? Because there's movies coming out where we need to maintain the status quo so that people go see those movies. And that's Same why. as Death of Doctor Strange. Same reason that Death of Doctor Strange will amount to nothing. Um, my last uh, comment here is a joke that was the first thing that I thought of when I saw the Spider-Man teaser. Finally, we're getting that comic book adaption of Turn Off the Dark that everyone's been waiting for. Go your turn. Yeah, good. I was, I was just about to say, um, as you're saying, with like all these kind of world-ending events that keep happening, that's why I'm looking forward to the Inhumans, or is it the Eternals? In- yeah, the Eternals. Yes, Eternals. Sorry. Yeah, yeah they tried the Inhumans. It was bad. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, not Inhumans. Eternals. Eternals. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh. Yeah, it's like they look. It looks like they're doing a kind of what happened after the world-ending event, and they're kind of just like bringing up a civilization as superheroes. And I'm kind of like, I'm I'm into that kind of nice camera film. Mm-hmm. So okay, see, so, yeah. I like seeing what happens after apocalyptic events. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The you rebuilding ask, of it is so really nice. They should just get uh, Alex Packendale to write yeah, a right. Yeah, that's yeah, like... Packendale write something, please. God. <laughs> uh, shout out to I'm Alex. Not, I would say also shout out to Alex. Uh, Immortal Hawk Ten Monsters, fantastic book, really good. I read it the other day. I got a, I, I ordered a signed copy from Brendan Planet. Oh, nice. By um, the way, Massimo has a wonderful interview with Alex on the website. Go check it out. And a review for Giga, right? Yeah, I was a review for Giga as well, which are all Giga's <clears throat> phenomenal as well. Hitting um, those website references. Exactly. One two. One two. <laughs> Making the boss man happy. Hurt my elbow. Some, something Boy. else that's coming out in September uh, is the Lemmy Kilmeister graphic novel. Oh, yeah, that's that interesting, right? Yeah. He just, the, the, the guy has like a look that just uh, conforms yeah. to so many different kind of art styles. And the guy has lived a life. He was in, what was the Jack Black game called again? Uh, uh, Brutal Legend. Legend. Right, he was in that, and, mm-hmm. and the style that he had in that was, was cool, so yeah. He just, a he just has a presence. That. Yeah, yeah totally. That, yeah. that would be into that, yeah. I think the issue with that game was that it was, it was people thought it would be this big hacker's last thing in it. Yeah. And then it was like a weird RTS yep. hybrid. It changed, it changed from God of War to yeah. like so RTS. God of War Hammer. God of War Hammer. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I did it. I made the joke. <laughs> done. Yeah. Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah. Talking about games, since we're back to that, um, Cyberpunk is now live again on the PlayStation Store after the whole uh, debacle that had cares. happened. And nobody cares because that game will still probably not run properly on a PlayStation the, Four. The, the thing, the thing with that is, I feel like there's too much damage being done. Like. In terms of its its um, reputation and its but, sort mm-hmm. of social media presence and stuff, and the meetings yeah. and all the rest of it, the, the damage has been done. You and I feel like for like twenty quid. On you can like you can put it back yeah. onto the store, and you can tell everybody, look, it runs perfectly. Nobody cares. It's, it's the like, it's it the PC Arkham Knight situation. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll play it at some point. I think it, it looks like a game I'd like. I'll enjoy when I play it. But at the moment, well. Um, 
I wrote, I, I, I did want to write a review for it, right? But I gave it six months. I waited till the game was out for six months. And I thought, do you know what? See if a game's not ready by six months after its release. It's too late. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I wrote my review on the website for Cyberpunk at that point. Because I was like, see if it's still not ready, then what you doing? Cyberpunk Remember? is a game that 10 years from now, when everyone has PCs that can run it, and it's modded to shit to be a good game, it will be fantastic. I mean, No Man's Sky is a similar situation. That game is like seven years old now. Yeah. That uh, game now... Game's like five no, Man's, no Man's Sky is a procedurally generated game made by eight people. Cyberpunk is a AAA game that was teased for 15 years before it came out, and it's still not ready. He is both. What, what was promised. Like He's that, both not out of line <laughs> and right. Not <laughs> I'm both and one hot yeah. take. remember when games used to just come out and they were finished oh, no man. man remember you could just put a game in and mm-hmm. play it you yeah, didn't have yeah. to do six updates and have guys one patch is about I, I, I think i think you're forgetting that even in that time broken games still came out you just couldn't fix them yeah so that, i'm saying that that's that's why they were great <laughs> not and also not at the frequency yeah. yeah, they were also games are also less complicated system yes. wise. Yes, that's also I mean, true. Skyrim's mm-hmm. a broken piece of shit. Yeah, you know what? Funny, I though. miss dragons <laughs> that fly backwards, and more than anything, of all the Skyrim bugs at launch, I miss when dragons just launch or not dragons when giants just launch you into the stratosphere. That was a feature, as far as I was concerned. Yeah. <laughs> put that on the box. Yeah. Put put it back in the like patch that back into the game. But if you do another re-release, put that back in. I loved when I was trying to fight a giant and they killed me and they slammed the ground with their club and I just went fucking flying into space. <laughs> that was great. That should have stayed. Yes, that should have stayed. Um, I forget more news to cover. The should we go into John McCaston? Well, no, we didn't. That's right so the the guy that played what Scorpion, Scorpion in yep. Mortal Kombat uh, yep. has been casting John Wick. That's cool. Yeah. Along with along with Donnie Yen and Bill Skarsgård. So yeah, that's coming together. Yeah, they're all gonna come together in the Matrix and bring Neo back to life. Um, <laughs> you heard it here also, DC Comics has announced that they're launching I Am Batman, uh, written by John Ridley with art by Olivier Coipel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is going to continue the story of uh, is it Luke Fox as the new Batman? Yeah. Basically, the oh, the five G yeah. shit that they were doing that got canceled when Didio left, but then everyone liked it, and so they're like, I guess we'll keep doing this as like a side <laughs> thing. Um, I don't think that takes place in current, like in in modern, like current day continuity. I think it's still like a future thing. Oh, I'll, I'll read that then. Yeah. But it's 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 with their whole infinite frontier thing. They can pretty much do whatever they want, which I kind of like. Um, uh, Olivia, Pe- Olivia, I don't know much about John Ridley, but Olivia, Olivia, Olivia Quapel, uh, their art's really good. So I'll probably I'll, I'll take a look. I like Batman. Yeah. Some people know me as someone who maybe likes Batman a little bit. Um, <laughs> I I definitely don't have Batman pajamas and posters and uh, 1997 unopened Riddler action figure on my wall. <laughs> Speaking of Batman. Speaking of Batman. What have you got? Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, all I'm going to say is what a waste of Michael Keaton's glorious yeah. lips. Right. right. 
Like, yeah. you know, we all knew we all knew he was selfish on the streets, but he's also Someone selfish. Someone get Michelle Piper, Piper, Piper on the phone. So, Someone yeah. said that Christian Bale is exactly the type of guy that would say, "Oh yeah, I do it all the time," and never does never it. Do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's Christian Bale. It's anyway, for those who are wondering what we're talking about, look no. on the internet. No, no, no. If you know, you know. No, yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> Zack Snyder said it's canon. Yeah, has universe. <laughs> yes. Uh, Right, we're, uh, at now, we're at number 20, and we're still to do Loki. Should we do that? Yeah. Loki episode two. Um, time shenanigans. Yes. Things happened in this episode. I mm. liked it. I thought it was great, yeah. I'm, mm. I'm uh, not I, sure I, where I, I stand on Loki what? right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that they're moving things along well enough. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't feel like it's... it's, it's WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier were definitely slower shows with shorter run times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Loki is already moving at a faster pace over a longer period of time because Loki yeah. episodes. Are this episode was like, like fifty-four minutes long. Four minutes long, yeah. Whereas you know, uh, one division was like 20, 30 minutes at max up until the movie finale, and Falcon Winter Soldier was the same. So I feel like they're already gearing up, ready for <clears throat> whatever's going to happen in the next few episodes. I I like that um, in episode two here, like through most of the episode, I the entire time the I was still kind of watching it, being like. Yeah, but is he going to double cross them or not? Like, yeah. it kind of mm. still kept you guessing mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, is he really, really trying to get their yeah. favor or is he just, and like, he just, it's, it's so fit. Some in, with some characters that would just be bad writing with Loki, mm. it's completely fitting. You're like, mm. I don't, I don't know if he's on the level or not. I yeah. think there's a good job um, in The best, the best thing as well they've done with this Loki was the fact they've caught him up to speed with what happens to him in the future. Right. But he's still not that same, I guess, heroic version. Mm-hmm. No. Like he still he... exists in between the two of the very evil one that appeared in Avengers and also the heroic one that appears in Avengers. Yeah, he now has a completely different motivation than the previous Loki because now he's seen where his life goes if he stays on his like dedicated time stream. And it's what we kind of established in that first episode is he now knows that everything he could ever do is meaningless. Yeah. yeah. So he and, needs a new goal. And then we want to just find out why. Well, the first episode was called Glorious Purpose, purpose? and I guess yeah. that changed its purpose. Was yeah. was seeing that, so he yeah, has a new glorious purpose. Infinity and um, I, I really, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the kind of buddy cop procedural detective work between Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. I think that yeah, was I'll, really that was a lot of fun. I really like seeing him get into the the whole world ending event thing. They've yes. Some great oh yeah, that was really cool. They've got some really great on screen chemistry, especially that bit in Pompeii. Yeah, mm-hmm. Pompey uh, seems great. Such, such a really like it. Like he's like, um, yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> Cuts to Pompey. But wouldn't it be fun though? Oh. That that's that, that. That was the whole episode. It's like, yeah, we can't do that. But and Loki being like, like, yeah, it'd okay. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, Owen Wilson. I'm. Owen Wilson is so good in this show. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah. He's, he's just he's, he's he's a weird actor, and it kind of just fits here. He, he is like a he's like a really funny straight man. He is work. both so Owen Wilson and so not Owen Wilson simultaneously, and it's very confusing for my brain. <laughs> what, what, what I kind of like about it as well, like Owen Wilson has played obviously a lot of comedy films, and he's also played a few serious roles. This is somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it gets the flexibility that you probably don't get a lot with a lot of roles of like this character, mm. of it being like he is, as you said, he's the straight man to Loki's stupidly. Like, just like very chaotic. overly mischievous, yeah. right? Yeah, but, he, but he also he also knows when like to give like he also realizes that he can't be the uptight kind of prude thing. Yeah, and it's right. really funny, like you know, like it's well, just, I feel like we got 
we got some looks behind the curtain at Owen Wilson's character in this where yes, he has this he has this front of being kind of sarcastic and, and jokey and, and almost um, casually carefree about everything. And then when we see him behind the scenes with like the time judge lady and all like yeah. he's much more serious. You, you get the feeling that there's more going yeah. on there. Yeah. It's like uh, a he, end kind of thing. he is almost Loki like himself in some ways, mm. which is interesting. Mm. Um I like when you get those brief moments where he kind of drops the facade, even with Loki, and just is kind of annoyed at him. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the main the main crux of this episode is they're trying to figure out where this Loki that has been killing people across time is hiding because they can't find him. They 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 find them after they screw with the timeline and then they erase that timeline with their time bombs but they can't find where he, where that Loki actually is in real time. And Loki actually kind of devotes himself to figuring it out because he has something to prove. Mm-hmm. And he, he figures out that what this Loki is doing is they're hiding in apocalypse scenarios because during an apocalypse, that Loki can do whatever they want and everything's going to end anyway. So there's no change to the timeline. Um, so they, they test that out by going to um pompeii as the volcano is exploding and we have we just kind of alluded to it we have this great scene where loki releases a bunch of goats and just starts telling everyone that he's loki he's from the future they're all about to die kind of um <laughs> just says a bunch of crap in greek which is fantastic uh, latin right latin was it latin or was it latin, greek because pompeii, pompeii was in greece wasn't it or was it in yep. rome no pompeii's in greece okay um and then the volcano explodes, and Owen Wilson is like, "Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not good. At, I'm not good at European geography <laughs> or history, for that matter. I don't really know anything. I'm completely uneducated. Anyways, he's also, a great know, actor. Basically. Yeah, a big actor. We, we know that we know that Loki speaks Latin now, which is kind of yeah. cool, I guess. Yeah. Those things, I mean, yeah. of course he does. He's a god. He can probably speak whatever language he yeah. wants. Yeah. Um, which is funny because there's that intro scene in the desert from the first say, uh, episode yeah. where he's speaking. In, I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to yeah. question it. <laughs> Comedy, right? Uh, whatever. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. But then Owen Wilson is like, well, I'll be damned. There's no time variance. Um, and so they start pouring through <clears throat> apocalypse events and figure out that there is a hurricane in what, like Oklahoma or something? something. Yeah, to yeah, 2040. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. What state is it in Oklahoma? It's a, some podunk nowhere state. It's no offense the, to anyone. The tornado state, I guess you could put one of the, one of those ones. <laughs> um, and and so they go to a department store during that hurricane, and they start trying to hunt this Loki. And I love, I love this scene, but I was a bit disappointed that we didn't get more futuristic stereos and like futuristic tech. I'll, I'll be mm. honest, just me. I I, th- I think I get what you mean, but at the same time, I'm like. Technology is probably not going to advance that much. I think I think years. they're I think they're aware of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I we're only we... t- uh, here's the thing. We're only oh, talking holograms. about 2040. It's 2021. Yeah. Yes, we have touchscreens and smartphones and stuff, but when it comes to the actual visual aesthetic, like how far along are we from 2001? 20 years. You're probably not going to see stuff that yeah, different. A fair amount. <laughs> I mean, you look it was a, it was a hard <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I thought that's how it was going. I was like, oh, we're getting mm. to like, I, I thought it was 2050, but however long it was, I was like, oh, we're going to get, we're going to get like something here. And then it was just like this, a normal tech shop. Like, a this is the first time we've seen the future in the Marvel universe. 
yeah, okay, yeah. yeah good point yeah. another um, thing is as well to know um I, actually we'll, we'll probably talk about it is obviously when they get in there and the loki encounters spoilers female loki or well, she doesn't like to be called female loki Lo- well but- let's 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 take it through the steps here so loki encounter loki gets split off with the uh the the hunter the time hunter that hates him uh the lady um and they run across an alleged shopper who's like hurricane sale and apparently this loki has the power to possess people by touching them mm-hmm. so shopper touches hunter lady she becomes possessed by loki they have a little tete to tay um this loki does not like being called loki yep. which is interesting uh then that loki takes over another person who's like this hick guy um there this loki has set those time bomb charges throughout the store and all the shelves it looks as well as it's not like it's you can you can, you can they, they can continue to do stuff while they're possessing someone else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which was that seems to be the case. Yeah. And, um, I, and I thought about it as well is at the start of the episode, they talk about Loki's power set. Yeah. And he makes the distinction between duplication and illusion magic. Right. Wow. And I, I, I don't know if that's just me, but pack it up. Well, and, and it's, yeah. it's, it's like, definitely, I think they allude to the fact that different Lokis do have different powers. powers yeah. Um, this low we do we also in the earlier in the episode we see holograms of a bunch of different kinds of loki's which is interesting um, yeah, that's really good. it'd be cool if we get to see more different loki's throughout the series like but, a bicycle loki uh goblet or hulk loki or something like that yeah. um viking loki like there's there's a bunch of different ones and they're not all tom hiddleston a couple of them are but some well some of them might be tom hiddleston prosthetics it's hard to tell with the yeah, viking just, one they might have just put yeah. in a beard um but finally loki reveals herself and it is female loki and just like the comics she's got the headband with the one horn broken off um she's blonde which is different um and it turns out the time bombs they at first they thought it was to wipe out this timeline and to blow them all up nope she transports them all to different timelines and bombs the sacred timeline and we see all these off splits starting oh man it was and so i love it then she opens a portal and leaves which she apparently has access well of course she has access to the time keeper technology she's been killing them mm-hmm. um she knows where the time masters are apparently because she kidnapped a time hunter earlier and tortured her i expect probably mm-hmm. mentally tortured her uh and loki they they you know owen wilson everyone else finds loki luckily they didn't do the thing i thought they would where they'd be like oh loki you did this uh mm. like they Right, like uh, you know, falling for thinking that he this was all mm-hmm. in his plan. No, they realize that he's not the one that did it, and they're like, "Wait, no!" And then he follows her through. Mm-hmm. Whether that's to join her or hunt her, we don't know. Um, or just escape. But this leaves, yeah, or just escape. But this leaves us in an interesting place. What's the effect this is going to have on the multiverse? Uh, we're going to see more of Loki <laughs> versus Loki. I mean, I, I'm intrigued with where we're going. Oh, yeah, I mm-hmm. think shit's about to get real. And it's so annoying that it is, and it's going to be great, because I just don't have the mental capacity for it. (laughs) I I have the mental capacity for the Marvel shows. I've not been following any of Disney's Star Wars stuff, because there's just so goddamn much of it, and I can't. I can't. Oh, the Clone Wars stuff, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian, Clone Wars, Uh, a Boba Fett show. There's going to be an Andor Cassian show. There's going to be an Obi-Wan show. There's going to be... Like, calm down. Mm. I can't, at least Marvel's like, all right, we're doing this show, we're finishing. 
doing this show, we're finishing. But like, speaking of which, there was photos taken of somewhere near Oban that went up on the website the other day showing behind the scenes photos from a new Star Wars show. Hopefully, like that yeah. One. We got we got some sick behind the scenes shots of the Obi Wan show. So go go check that it's out. Go I'm... peep that shit, baby. Has, has anyone ripped it down yet? Hollywood really loves Scotland, don't they? Yeah. And it's yeah. cheap to film here. I think. Is it? Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no um I think there's and it's nice. specific and stuff. And you guys got like grassy hills and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's specific stuff to do with, I believe and it's like Sandy Hills. Filming laws and stuff. Water. Like, you have to I think you get a tax yeah. break as well. Yeah, it's like SAG or something like that or who yeah. Is it you guys or Ireland that have the cool like hexagon hexagonal rock formations? That's uh, Ireland. That's Giants Cosby. Cosby. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Ireland is now cooler than you guys. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Irish one. Oh, I love okay. Irish. Well, one, you're one both big... better than the Brits. So. <laughs> one big takeaway I had from this uh, this scene where Loki's trying to find files, so he goes to the kind of receptionist. Yeah. He's typing away. Yeah. So I had a quick look at what she was typing on the screen, and mm-hmm. I couldn't get all of it. But just it looked interesting. Does the name Mary Wilson uh, mean anything to anyone? No. No. Well, this is what I've seen on the screen. I didn't get all of it. Uh, I maybe missed the most crucial word, but still. <laughs> so what she was typing on the screen was, Mary Wilson, female 25, touched the Tesseract and opened the wormhole to God something Omega. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, what does okay. this mean? There's a, there's a Wikipedia page for them, I believe. Oh, Ian, you've gone green. You're going green again? Oh, no, it's happening. Oh, I have no. touched the Tesseract. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, I'm here. Hello. You're back. Uh, uh, you're, not, you're not Ian. You're some other multiverse Ian. I'm... It's me. <laughs> I Hello. can prove it. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Would anyone else be this tired recording a podcast? I think not. <laughs> there is a Mary Wilson who is in Earth 616 in Marvel. However, I don't believe they're just like a it's like a side character. Mm. Who Could be something totally new. Single issue. From what I looked into, it looked like it had something to do with uh, Celestials. Uh... Again, a, a lot of that is lost on me because I'm kind of new to the comics. But just uh, I spotted the word tesseract and wormhole, and I was like, "That's something important." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, catch. Mary Wilson. Yeah, I mean, Human Torch comics back in like the fifties. Mm. Yeah, so, that'd be that'd be cool if we got Marvels eventually. Yeah, I mean, we're getting Namor, like the only one missing at this. Well, they're not probably not going to bring Chris Evans back as Steve Rogers, <laughs> but the only thing we're missing at this point is old school Human Torch. Mm-hmm. Oh, imagine Android okay. Human Torch. <laughs> yeah, I like this episode. It was fun. I yeah, laughed yeah. multiple times. I think. Yeah. Um, we're we're definitely we're really. I think that um, when all is said and done. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I don't think fit as well into the whole multiverse thing. It's more of a character study, but I think uh, WandaVision, um, I think WandaVision, Loki, Multiverse of Madness, and No Way Home, I think they'll be a nice through line to kind of watch through to see uh, the whole multiverse start to collapse. I think oh, it'll yeah. be fun. I think the Marvel Universe is just going to get that little bit bigger. 
yeah, I think a couple years down the line, we'll rewatch them and be like, yeah, all right, I see what they were doing. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> After yeah. the eighth Bowie Spider-Man. Yeah, in, in 20, 2022, we'll come back and, and do a recap and be like, oh, okay. Because we're definitely still going to be doing this podcast in a year and a half. (laughs) Who knows? Um, So, have you guys been watching, reading, reviewing anything else? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, I've been. I think me and Ben both have the similar thing. You go first, Ben. But it's like, yeah, both both doing reviews for heavy metal and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been working through Savage Circus right now, which is um, a four issue series. It started off really good. Uh, second issue went nuts, like total invincible levels of gore. Uh, third issue kind of dropped the ball, but show must go on, and uh, we'll see what happens in the finale. Other anytime that, someone, yeah. anytime someone starts off with it started out really good, that's that's you immediately yeah. know like yeah. oh well that means it did not continue, Oopsie. or else you would just say yeah. it's really good. Really good. <laughs> Um, Started off really good. Anyway, I, uh, I so I reviewed for the site. I reviewed uh, Supernaut, which is a series that came well originally came out in twenty sixteen, but was then kind of uh, under the virus imprint for heavy metal. But then I think it was like republished kind of in twenty twenty and stuff like that as a full collected thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just the it's just a crazy story. It's great. Like it's God. I it's hard. To, the way I the way it's basically I always kind of portray it, and they mention this throughout. It's the holy scripture of Hinduism, the Bhagavad Gita, is the name of it, which is this big story about the whole idea of the gods, avatars, the avatars of Vishnu and stuff like that. It's about epic adventure that happens, you know, as most holy scripts do. Mm. Um, but then it also combines it with multiversal kind of threat and events and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's beginning of multiverse. Um, and it's this like one character who basically becomes a superpowered, almost multiversal traversing god character mm-hmm. called Super Supernaut. And it's crazy, it's good, it's interesting. It follows the kind of trope of hunting around for these ancient artifacts to stop a god from assassinating the universe. And yeah, it's can be complicated sometimes and sometimes feels like you're out of your depth when you're reading it, but at the end of the day I like a little really complexity. Yeah. It's really it's really it's a really fun story and and it ends quite the way like, you know, it doesn't it, it ends in an epic thing, but at the same time, it's also not very epic, but also epic at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's good. and it's Maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. We're confident. Uh, it actually got a post on the Heavy Metal um, Instagram page. Yeah, they went the review, which was which was quite fun. I think it, I think it's that post has seen over 700 people liking the Instagram post, so hopefully that's garnered some reviews towards the website a little bit. Mm-hmm. I reviewed a quiet place too for the website, so I'm seeing it that. on Saturday. You like? Oh, yeah, it. I still haven't seen that. I think we like talked it. about that last week, right? Mm. Yep. I I hadn't wrote my review then, no. Um, mm. but yeah, just my review is ex- an expanded version of my thoughts on last week's episode. But mm. yeah, it was it was good. I still need um, to see that. Other than that, I had Miss Tale season four had its season finale the other night, and mm. uh, I don't know if you guys watch it. It was incredible. What Ooh. an incredible show! Um, I'm go- I'm gonna wait until it's done and then go through it's, it all. Oh, it's insane! I mean, I think we've got one more season. I think we're doing five um, seasons. Um, I, I, it's heavy. I mean, the subject matter and the content is hard to stomach for some people. Mm-hmm. But the acting, the writing, the cinematography—it's one of the. I think it's the best show on TV at the minute. Mm-hmm. And that season finale was, oh, it was so satisfying. I won't say what happened, but oh, <laughs> so satisfying, man! I. 
I have had and continue to have no interest in that show over the past four years because I live in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I guess it's a bit more far removed for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I haven't, I mean, I haven't really, I've been busy, but um, <laughs> I bought the annotated version of Watchmen. That's oh, uh, freaking tome. Um, I haven't really dug into it yet because I've been busy, but I'm looking forward to it. Like just on the cover, the cover, there's like three paragraphs of crap. Um, <laughs> of, of analysis you. and i'm like all right yeah. cool i'm into this this is great so is this is annotated by the um, authors the scholars well, well i know that when alan moore sends his work to an artist to do the panels he writes like screeds and screeds for one frame right yeah so, is it that idea i take it like no it's um let me see here who it's annotated by a specific uh person uh, Leslie Klinger is the person okay. who writes all the annotations, but they're very in-depth analyzing the art, analyzing the writing. Um, and as someone who I bought it because I own a lot of different pieces of Watchmen media, good and bad. I have all the before Watchmen books. I have a hardback version of Watchmen. I have absolute Watchmen. Now I have this, I have the Watchmen tabletop RPG guidebook. That means <laughs> nothing to me functionally but it's cool to have it mm-hmm. um so i was like yeah I, I want i wanted that for a while and there was one copy just sitting on a shelf at my local comic book shop and i was like yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. um so i bought it and shoved it in my backpack and biked home with it and i have yet to crack it open but i'll <laughs> let you guys know how i feel about that once i actually have time to read a little bit of it yes. um I read Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man 27, because I'm following stupid Miles Morales' clone saga. Well, how's the update on that one? Because I remember you talked about it a few weeks ago. How, how's, how's that going? Um, so far, it's pretty cloney. Uh, these these Miles clones, some dude made them. Um, they're just trying to survive. They're all tortured and shit. And then Miles found their warehouse and destroyed all their stuff. But it turns out... That was the stuff they needed to not deteriorate like clones do. And so now they think that Miles is trying to kill them. And the most recent cliffhanger is that the clone that looks most like Miles showed up at his house and stole his baby sister. So, Oh, God. um, It's a clone saga so far. Uh, One of the clones will maybe help Miles, the one that's all gross and goopy that can't talk. And then there's the weird six-legged one that's scary that Mm. also doesn't talk. I don't know, Yet. man. Who thought this was a good idea? It's clearly yeah. the same guy who commissioned the three previous or four previous ones that happened. Uh, Bendis Clone Saga was good. Yeah, I mean the, the newer one as well that brought back Ben Riley was quite interesting. Clone well. Conspiracy was sorry, it existed. It was fine. It, it was. You know, it I guess there. if you're just going to decide to make Ben Riley a fucking bad guy, sure. Yeah. I mean, the, if you read that his uh, soul, solo series that got cancelled was really fun when he went to Las Vegas. Yeah, I liked when Kane had a, a solo Scarlet Spider series. That was good. Mm. When he was in Texas, I think. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Hey, <laughs> guess what? We have a website. It's www.bigglasgowcomicpage.com uh, where we have reviews, interviews, and more podcasts and also more reviews and sometimes uh other stuff 
Um, if you live in Scotland, there's actual marts with merchandise and things that you can go to on the weekends. Check the Facebook page to find out where those are. Now that pandemic restrictions are easing a bit. I think, it's been um, an, I think it's been announced as well that we'll be having a first Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I won't be attending any of these because I live like 17,000 miles away or something like that. That's no excuse. Um, and I, I'm a flight risk right now, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not another one. Uh, so check that out. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram as BGCP Comic Con. Leave us a – tell us a word. Say a thing to us. Um, next week we're going to be doing like a – like a battle royale thing, like comic book characters versus other comic book characters, Secret War mm. style. So leave some comments of who you'd like to see in that fight because I have no idea how we're going to put those brackets together. <laughs> That'll be at least over the next two weeks or something like that. I yeah, this, this is going to be a this is going to be our multi part event. Yeah. Fuck you, Marvel. Um, <laughs> we can do it better. We can. It's going to be world ending. How hard you know, can it guys? Be? Exactly. I've loosened hard. up on the f bombs and I feel better for it. <laughs> I just. Have you? I I don't I don't feel like advertisers care is the thing. Yeah, I mean if we would get any advertisers, it would be great. We're never gonna get any advertisers. Hey, so who you, cares? You got... Hey, go ahead and like and subscribe to the YouTube page and like if the videos and leave a review and and we we'll make it some advertisers. Yeah, <laughs> maybe someday maybe sponsor this fledgling group of podcasters. I um I enjoy doing this. I like to yell at the yeah. microphone once a week. If yeah. I slept more regularly, I'd be a bit more cogent and <laughs> probably uh, not as irritating, like but whatever, that's, that's like fine. That's how we like you. This is who I am. <laughs> if you don't like me at my sleepiest, you don't deserve me at my most not sleepiest. Uh, anything else, you guys? Anything we need to plug? Massimo, are you doing any interviews soon? What's the happy haps? Um, I believe the interviews are going to be taking a back seat for a little bit. They're going to be possibly more sporadic, uh, but hopefully with some bigger names that we're hopefully going to pull out the pack. So if you Daniel Dwyer, hit us up. Oh, stay <laughs> stay tuned uh, on all the BGCP different social medias. Stay tuned on the Spotify, on the YouTube's, all the plot or your uh, podcasting platform of choice. And hopefully there'll be more high-impact interviews coming your way. I am working on two written interviews. Um, One currently with Chris Evanhouse. I'm not sure if that's how you say his name. Uh, It might be Evan... Chris Evanhouse. If you say so. (laughs) I think it's Chris Evanhouse. If you're Canadian, it's Chris Evanhouse. He is a Dutch... (laughs) (laughs) He's a Dutch artist who has worked in both comics and video games, so that's pretty cool. And also Gordon Rennie, who, again, has worked in comics and video games. He's a writer. He wrote the script for Killzone and a few other video games in the past. So those two interviews will be coming at some point. It kind of depends on how quickly the two guys get back to me and fire questions back and forward, so I can't really give you a a time scale for when, but they will be happening. I think I I'd take a, a Killzone 2 remake. Written interview at some point, hopefully coming with um, Black Lightning creator Tony Isabella. Mm, oh, nice. as well. Hopefully. Um, if I can actually, as you said, uh, when I email, I may have to email them through. You can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. Thank You're you. the man on the street. You're Maximum Massimo. You're Martin you've Castillo. A, you've got a beard. I've got a beard. <laughs> I'm a man with a beard in the street. Martin Scorsese. Castillo. <laughs> I was Number one in the interview circuit, Martin Castillo. That should just be your pen name. I 
okay, I guess. <laughs> All right. Maximilian Castellagon. Castellano. Castellasagna. Castellasagna. Is that racist? You'll be like, you'll be like, yeah, who knows? Asta Lunfuego. Let us know in the comments if that's racist. I think I think we've been on for long enough. Yeah, so <laughs> coming up next, uh, Martin Castillo, lovely Daniel, and beautiful Benjamin give you their impressions of E3. I won't be joining because I need to take a nap, uh, and I didn't have that many. I didn't have any predictions, anyways. Um, aside, hey, Halo showed up. Uh, like I said, from the uh, Metroid was there, but not the Metroid I want. But it's the Metroid maybe I deserve. <laughs> a watchful protector, a dark bounty hunter. <laughs> a 2D bounty hunter. Where's. I always forget to. Hang on, where's the outro? There it is. It's going to start right now. Here it comes. Are you ready? Wait, wait for it. Silence, for it. silence, silence. Wait, up. There it is. You hear it? Yeah. Thank you for listening to Disassembled. You can find more news and reviews on BigGlasgowComicPage.com. And don't forget, you can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube as BGCP Comic Con. Make sure you also subscribe on the podcast provider of choice for new episodes every week.